out. Yes, it is Thursday. It is nine. So it's UK Cowboys time. How are we doing, Mister Addicted to Cigars, Paul Stewart? I feel like a top G, my friend. <laughs> like a king. <laughs> and um, although there are, should we say, for advertising purposes, other cigars available in the world, what are you smoking? What brand? Uh, Brickhouse. Nice. We like that. Uh, Connecticut Cup. Yeah, got to be. That's the nicest one out there. But I've, uh, you... I, I've got you to fight for that because that, like, <laughs> that, that Camacho was my first ever Connecticut. So, mm-hmm. yes, it was delicious. <laughs> there was a lot of things delicious about that weekend. Um, we had a great time, but also we watched the Eagles lose. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> Uh, so it seems that next Sirianni right from actually I don't know what what did he do that you know that that there's that one video clip of him and Jalen Hurts on the uh, sideline and Hurts yeah. slams his hand there so like, come on now behave did yeah he wave, did he wave to Patrick Mahomes or something like that yeah so what happened is that was immediately after um Patrick Mahomes got injured if you remember he had the ankle. Go down? No, surely not. Yeah, so like they were gonna come back on the field because they weren't sure what was gonna happen. So he was waving as if to like say, "Oh no, stay, stay off the field, stay over there." And obviously, Hurt is blowing his arm like, "No, behave, stop it. That's that's not adult-like behavior." That guy's an absolute trash bag, man. Honest to God, he fits in well then. Yeah, first that organization very, very nicely. <laughs> I know. I was getting, I, I don't know if you see, I was getting absolutely troll beaten on Twitter by Eagles fans. Um, I tried to stay away from social media because I, like, I was <laughs> like, well, I was on social media just to kind of see the tears and whatever. <laughs> that, and, and my God, I've got me some Eagles tears right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was getting uh, proper blasted. I was coming through thick and fast as well. I was like, whoa. Okay, notifications off. So, uh, fun times. Well, according to other people who said they flipped the birds. So, if that's, <laughs> if that's the case, then... No, no, no. Seriani is a complete scumbag, if that's the case. No, he and... wasn't... He was, like, sort of, like, motioning for the the... Chiefs offense to stay off the field, like there's no point in coming back out, sort of thing. And Hertz is just like, No, come on, behave. I'll give I'll give Hertz his credit, he showed a bit of class there. I'll give him that. Yeah, uh, like, you know, this... like, like as much well, as I as much as I don't like him because he plays for the team, but he has got a lot of cl- like of all the players in the Eagles, I have to admit he has got a bit of class. I have to admit he doesn't down opposing teams or anything like that. It's like the complete polar opposite that should be on that Eagles team. True. If the, like from personality wise. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this, but screw it's it. okay. You got it. You got it. You yeah. you're right. I'm, 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 hey, listen, I'm just happy the fact that we don't have to put up with our trap for an uh <laughs> what six months. Yeah, so <laughs> although it's gonna come back as you know, as it always does in the draft, they're gonna do something troll like do you know what i mean when they get their their guy to go up and do their pick and talk yeah, about but, their one super bowl 
But the problem is, though, they try and copy us, so... This is what they did. That's what they did. Yeah, I mean, basically, they... they, 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 they we, we, had a hall of, we, had, we had a Hall of Famer wide receiver, the original number 88. Who did they get? A punter. A punter. Yeah. Or a kicker. Who, I don't even know who the hell this guy is. Screw yeah. that guy. And he was still waiting for his voice to drop, too. Do you have a soundbite for that? <laughs> I should. <laughs> Shit, I should get it because that would be quite funny. Yeah, but, um... I'm, ju- I'm just looking at the comments right now. So our good friend Steve Barker says, I've savored every moment. Yes, Steve. Yes. He, he was actually because the UK Cowboys were uh, oh. out in force in Leeds. Ah, you, uh, Steve led the way on social media, by he the did. way. He was tagging thank us. You, good, yeah, thank you, good sir. He led yeah. the way. He, he, Got the party started by coming to the trolling. So, on you, Steve. Hell yeah. And he did, he made a comment. It was something like, um, because this was, at this point, the Eagles were winning. And he was like, listen, I don't want you talking about this on the show. <laughs> Man, I am really close to this flag. What do you say? You're, atta- you're attached to the star, my man. Yeah, I, I know. It's just mag- it's magnetizing. It's magnetizing. Star, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've just noticed you put that in closer. Yeah, I, we can't see like all your jerseys now, though. I'm, I'm, I'm trying this layout. Downsizing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm experimenting in terms of layout right now. So I might yeah. switch back. I might yeah. switch it to the other side of the room. I'd I'm like that. Try, I'm just trying to play about what to do right now in terms of the layout because obviously I want to try and get. See how this works in terms of setup, whatever and that. But anyway, enough of that. Enough of about my setup. How are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All good, man. Yeah. So uh, we're here. I mean, normally there are more of us, but there's been people with some technical hitches going on, and and there's a bug. There is a. Bu- I don't forget. There's a bug going about as well. I got mm-hmm. it when I came back from Leeds. I was mm-hmm. I was done on Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. I think that's a we- hangover. No, no, I, I was perfectly. Remember, we didn't really drink on the mm. Super Bowl night. We didn't really drink that much because yeah, we were we suffering on the Sunday morning. Because mm. we were, because we. So, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, the majority of the UK Cowboys fans, admin group, and a few others in the fan group did manage to make the tra- trip up to Leeds. Um, we, it wasn't big this year compared to last year, but um, but still, we still had a great time. So, me, Jamie, and Mike. And a few of Jamie's friends, we all went out the Saturday night. And let's just say we had a couple of too many beers, mm-hmm. shall we say. Stayed ready. out later than we should have. Still should have, yep, yep. And we had a good couple of cigars that night as well. Mm-hmm. Sunday, we felt like crap. We ended up watching the Leeds and Man United game. Uh, and I felt bad for Jamie because we <laughs> well, obviously what happened with Man United. Yeah, um, it was a yeah, that was a, yeah. I don't. I don't. Apologies to any Man United fans and and to my boss RJ, but you guys did not deserve uh-huh. to win. You guys did not deserve to win that oh, game. I'm sorry. Leeds were the better team. I so forgot we should have. We should have messaged RJ. We should have actually. Yeah. We were supposed to be, speak to Jay Tuck as well on Super Bowl night. I'm Barry, but uh, the signal in the casino is not very good because there's too many people in there. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about the casino, please. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you make back in the end? I'm still about 100 quid down, so yeah, it's not too bad from what you it's were. Not, it's not too bad. I mean, 
Roulette completely screwed me over, but that slot machine with my fifteen pounds signing up voucher ah, yeah. saved me. So yeah. hell yes. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! If you're gonna give it a hell yeah, then we need. Hell to... yeah! <laughs> ah, there we go. Um, so yeah, so we're we're into the draft period now. Um, we've got articles and and other shows where we're yeah. just talking about uh the NFL draft. The prospect project will start on a Tuesday. Uh, going forward, didn't do it this Tuesday because of Valentine's Day and um post Super Bowl. It would not be good if I didn't take the wife out uh, <laughs> for Valentine's meal. And, um, that you, and that you did. You took her for a very lovely meal. Where it's like, it was lovely. The pictures look great. Yeah, lobster and steak is really good. There we go. There we yeah. go. Can't go wrong with that. Um, she had drinks. I was driving, designated driver. But um, I'm uh, good. I am. I am. I'm like so. Just before you move on, I just <laughs> want to make sure, right? Yeah. Like, well, not make sure, but just so that people know, like, so on the day when when the Super Bowl finished, hmm. Mike immediately drove home. Pretty much, I drove did. home at five o'clock in the morning to, from Leeds back yeah. down to Cardiff. Which is like a what four hour drive? Yeah, four hours, yeah. Right. Right after that, then he had his obviously had the day ahead. Then he decided to take his lovely wife out for dinner. <laughs> that is balls of steel, <laughs> mate. That is training. I, and many people who are fans of the Dallas Cowboys or the NFL in the UK will know what it's just like to drive around and try and get on with your day feeling completely whacked. Yep. Um, heads for a bowl, my friend. There you go. It's living off two time zones. You, you, as I said before to Meg, you either get used to it or have a psychotic episode. Work hard, play hard, my friend. <laughs> so, uh, oh, we spoke to Meg, mind you, on the Super Bowl. That was fun. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I do not remember. <laughs> Sent her a picture and she was like, oh, there's oh, my yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant actually on the phone. I was no, like, no, oh, no, 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 no. I was like, wait, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but oh, yes. Labasti's in the house. Ah, uh, who uh, won the Super Bowl? Oh, <laughs> oh I, don't, I don't know, Labasti. You tell us who won the Super Bowl. There was a Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously, now we're into the, the complete offseason. We're at the, the longest length of time now before there is any football again. So it's going to be a slog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're into the draft season, which is good. Uh, so that gives us plenty to talk about, plenty to look yeah. at, plenty to play Absolutely. with. We'll try and get some more videos as well. People seem to enjoy them of the little highlight clips of, of players. So we'll get some more of them out to you guys. Absolutely. There is some big, big news as well. So listen at the end of the show. It's all about the UK Cowboys trip to America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. come in. The big I'm, news I'm, I'm, has come in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I remember that. Yeah. So we will put it on our social media tomorrow as well. So people have the information to hand. Make sure you check it out. It's all about all the things that are uh, uh, how to book, um, what you need to do, and even a little um, special nugget in there for being a UK Cowboys fan. Uh, I'm booking with it. So, yes, into the draft season. Prospect Project is going to start Tuesday with me and Brian and probably Paul will join in too because we're going to look at six. We're basically Prospect Project looking at individual players rather than broadly. We specifically pick players and break them down. 
six interior offensive linemen uh, are coming in on Tuesday. So that's going to be fun. Uh, tonight, though, we're just going to look at the NFL draft as a whole for the Dallas Cowboys. This week, I thought we'd look, Paul, at um, first-round options for the Cowboys. I know you've got a few for yourself. Um, let us know at home as well. You're the MVPs of the show. Tell us who the guys are that you like. Um, I'm going to bring my draft board up as well. because that's Well, be before we do that, mate, a few of the comments yeah. are kind of are, are mentioned about Ezekiel Elliott. This is news to me. Apparently, yes. there's a lot of... Go on. I know the news, but... Yeah. Yeah, so Joe was mentioned. I heard out of Dallas they told Zeke either take the pay cut or get released. And same with Steve's views on the seat tonight. So, this is news to me. I've been mm -hmm. chalked a block. So, this like anything you guys say to me tonight, this is me getting up to date. So, <laughs> um, come on the show to get up to date. Well, I'm well, um, well, well te yeah, technically, I'm, I'm finally over my hand over my cold. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, well, yeah, they bought, they, um. Uh, what they said, or what Zeke's agent said, is um, at the combine is when they're going to discuss it and when they're going to look at it and see where they go going forward with this. Does he take a pay cut and stay in Dallas, or does he go and get released and try and get money elsewhere? Does obviously mean there's going to be issues though with Zeke <sighs> dead cap money. I think it's about 14 million dead cap. See, that's the like getting like. Didn't we not learn that lesson with um who did we who did we cut last year? Lyle Collins. Hmm. Like saying that we're gonna look to try and trade uh, like but well look to trade them. If we don't trade them, we're gonna cut them. So people were only gonna look look to trade for them anyway, because we're gonna cut them anyway. So yeah. why are we putting ourselves in this situation? Why? Like, don't say that we're gonna cut them if we can't come to a deal. Don't do that because other teams are like, oh, well, we're just gonna sit here and wait and actually to get, try and get them for free, uh, get them a cheaper deal without losing any draft capital. Look what Derek Carr just did for us uh, to the Raiders. He says, mm. No, I am not trading with anyone. I want you guys to release me. So, therefore, other teams I do sign for do not lose any trade capital. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. our draft capital, sorry. So, for me to look at this is absolutely bonkers. I'm sorry, it's yeah. bonkers. Uh, and the other thing as well is, you know, obviously with the release, or you know, the contract doesn't follow you. When you trade, the contract follows you too. Then it's up to the new team you were to negotiate from there. So exactly. that's what Derek Carr's going on about. And it's a very similar thing with, with Zeke. For me, though, I just feel because of how quickly it came out with Zeke, you know, in terms of oh, I want a, a different deal or whatever, I think it will get sorted. It'll get organized with what he wants. The issue is, is if they keep Zeke on this West Coast offense as well, which is going to be tricky for him, how they use him, I don't know on a West Coast offense, but you wonder then if that's the case, what that leaves Tony. Because I think it's a case of one or the other, not both. Hmm. If, it's, if it's me personally, I would cut Pollard and get another good, decent running back in the third or fourth round. That's just me. That's saving more money in the cap that way. Mm. I would not want a franchise tag because why would you franchise an injured player? Mm -hmm. Like for one year, you're not going to get a full season out of unless you have the intention of sending, like, give him an extended deal at the process that like we did with Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. But 
to me, it's very dirty territory what we're on right now. We yeah. are in a very, very dirty cloud when it comes to the running backs right now. And the thing is, is you know, you're talking about Tony Pollard with the injury. The same thing is going on with the offensive line. You know, when you think Terrence Steele. So they're like, there's just so many unknowns in terms of like the offense at this stage and how you're going to go about going about it. Um, which is why I, I personally, I know you're going to get, well, let's go back. Um, somebody asked me the question at the beginning of the week uh, about, you know, who's a player you think could um, be quite an important piece that wasn't last year. And I was like, well, Matt, well, let's go. <laughs> With the way the offensive line is, he, he's he, he is going to play a big role. He's going to be a big part in it. And the good thing is, is from his injury, which I think he would have recovered by about halfway through the season. That means he's had like a season and a half, if you think about it, of training and getting up to speed and getting, you know, where he needs to be. Yeah. Two seconds, mate. <laughs> Trying to type and talk at the same time, are we? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I've put something in our group chat. I just want you just to kind of read it just now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry for the bit of interruption here, folks. Just want to make sure we're doing something correctly here. <laughs> um. Yes. So. Yeah. There's the the well, let's go. Uh. Part of it, who's going to be quite important, depending on how quickly, how fast, you know, um, Terrence Steele can come along. That's going to be a big, big part in it all. And I know you're a big fan. Uh, you know, what are your favorite parts? Is offensive line. Well, absolutely. Like, well, me having to play the position, I played left tackle and left guard for four years. Then I transitioned into defensive line, played for D line for uh, two and a half years. Well, uh, well, yeah, two and a half years because I only played half a season. So, because um, of the injury. So, yeah. Um, anything to talk about O line or D line? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, do you think, though, they would take. An inside offensive lineman knowing this draft class at 26. If Osiris is there from Florida, yes. If the, if, the guard from, if the guard from Florida is there at 26, yes, we're taking him. <clears throat> he is a man mountain. Because the way I'm seeing it right now, like there is going to be a high demand now with these wide receivers coming out now. I don't see us getting any of those top five guys that are basically projected to be in the first. Like, we might, like, if all the receivers are gone, or Osiris is gone, that offensive lineman is gone, we're ever going to go cornerback or reach for a guy that might jump into the first round, a.k.a. like Josh Downs from North Carolina. That's the mm -hmm. way I'm kind of seeing it. So that's kind of like that thought process from last week when we did the mock draft. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I seen your mock draft because um, last week I was a bit rough, so I couldn't join the show. Um yeah, wide receiver, like this this draft, and I hate to say it, but this draft class as a whole um, is actually, in terms of talent pool, is not as talented as it has been in the past. More specifically, though, is the wide receivers. And I'm going through them, and the more I go through them, I'm just like, mm. and you know, like, how it's been in the past, Paul, where, like, the wide receivers have always been, like, the leading talent pool of the draft class it's always like wow look at these wide receivers look, like you just think of last year think of the year before you just go back for the, like the last half decade 
the wide receivers have been ballers this year there's some nice ones and you can get like a bit of a mix of certain types of guys like oh he's a speedster he's a slot only he's a a possession receiver there's a lot of that but in terms generally of the wide receiver class i and i spoke to dave hellman on this one too is that generally it's not as good as it has been in the past i mean uh, i suppose that but that that injimba guy from osio state i do like the look of him and obviously we've got quentin johnson from tcu mm. Yeah, like yeah. Th- like those guys are like to me are definitely going to be first rounders for sure. You yeah, know? yeah. But no, definitely. But we on. have no, we have no chance of getting them unless we trade up extra strip out some to get. But there's no point us trading up for a wide receiver. There's no that point. Way. Like because no, I... we we we've got our number one. Gallup is coming back for his comeback year. Yeah, well, I would like to think that. Last season was a bit of a void because we pressured Gallup to come back sooner rather than later. Yeah, I agree. Like, and I think with him now having a full year of recovery, better off season, he's no no injuries now lingering now. I expect him to play and play like our number two right, number two right receiver next year. The problem is we don't have a number three or a number four. Mm. Like like mm. we had moments of a number three and a number four, but. Not on a consistent basis. We didn't have like the trio of wide receivers that we had previously before with Des and uh Terrence Williams and uh, Cole Beasley. Like those three were actually quite a good wide receiver core unit back the day we were Toba Romo. So mm. but we do need a, a solid number three guy in there. So whether we draft in the first round might be a bit too high, but there is some good wide receivers in there in that could fill that gap for a number three for sure. Yeah. And because obviously it's West Coast, I agree. You need a three and a four. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. And you need a guy as well. Not like Michael Gallup is totally fine. That's fine. You can live with that. But going forward, you definitely need two wide receivers that can play both the slot and outside. Absolutely. Like Michael Gallup from the slot is a no-no. We know Lamb can do it. Lamb Lamb can literally play anywhere. Um, So now you're after another two guys who can play, uh, who have that that level of versatility to play different roles in that offense. And that's why I just think, like, when you go through it, like, say Flowers, Nathaniel, uh, you know, Tank Dell, they're options, but not in the first. I'm back to you again on this one, where it's like, they're great wide receivers. The issue is, is that they're guys that are going to go high, high in the second round, but they're too rich to take in the first round. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But... Yeah, so uh, that's where I'm at. And I know you like Jackson Smith. I know. I, know I, I do like him. People. I do like him, but it's, it's, it's too rich of a pick for like. Do we really need an R one of those guys? Another type, yeah. <laughs> Potentially, maybe it might spread the board a little bit more. Maybe, but I, I think we it. need more of an actual slot that can play the deep route. Yeah, yeah, they can uh, like, rather, rather, rather than a deep route playing, they can play slot. Yeah, like yeah, like it, like, it, like it, you 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 it, watch Jackson Smith. It's just like it's much of the it's great talent, brilliant wide receiver, but he's much the same of what we've already got and what we had, and I think. The, the the playoffs showed you as well the issues of having too much of the same type of wide receiver. It just becomes easy to defend. Mm. 
That's just a, look, I got no problem with Jack and Smith. I think he's a great wide receiver, but I, I just I I'm always have concern about having like when people say, "Oh yeah, you got to get him." I'm just like, so I, I I get where you're coming from. I just worry about is it too much of the same, yeah. too much of the same thing. Um, so. I know we're talking about like we just kind of sidestepped to talking about receivers, and you asked me about like offensive linemen for the draft and stuff like that. But uh, Labas, you just made the comment there. Uh, let me bring it up. Uh, Brian Broadus was talking about Tor- uh, Torrance's slow feet. I, mean, I believe I believe you're talking about Osiris Torrance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, slow feet, and it worried me. What's your report? Like, I can tend to agree with Broadus's analysis on that. But I'm not particularly too worried because because he's such a unit, he's hard to move back. I'm not that particularly worried about the feet. But if we're pulling him, then that's a concern. Pulling if he's a, like if you if he utilizes as a pulling guard, that could be a bit of a disaster. But for him to be a, a bit of a run blocker, not a problem at all. No problem. Like he may have a yeah. slow feet, but but he he still keeps the he, he still forces defensive linemen back beyond the line of scrimmage. So yeah, that's. Yeah. That's all you need for that from a juggernaut type of guy and that type of guard position. Yeah, I, 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 what, what he's referring to really broad is when he's talking about the slow feet is like how he can be susceptible to speed rushes and like the well, issue you got. Well, yeah, well, yeah, because he can be. He can to the smaller, shiftier guys. But that that's basically down to but that's down to your gap assignment, though. Like so, ideally, like no matter regardless how positioned you are, like if you're a tackle, right, and you've got the if your head's up or as the defensive lineman edge rushes on the outside, that's always going to be your guy unless he goes into the B gap or uh, sorry, yeah, B gap, which is like in between the tackle and the guard. Yeah, like. Primarily, like the guard will have to do a check and make sure, like, if he is coming in, then he'll kind of lend that support. But he will always have his first assignment based on if, if the free uh, tech or one tech or whatever, whatever the assignment is, that's their main, their main priority. So it just really depends on their assignment as the O line. So I think, well, if that the West Coast offense, yeah, I don't see why yeah. not. But I mean, the good thing is, is if you are doing the West Coast offense, some of that is obviously, you know, your quick um, slants and crossing routes. So, you know, you could probably get away with a bit of that because, you know, what I see when he's talking about the slow feet is more with the speed rushes and because Torrance is quick off the snap. When you watch him, that that snap, that burst, um, especially. But what do you mean by the speed rushes? Like you mean them coming back inside? Yeah, 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 coming in quick at him, like right, off right. the burst, he's quick, he's he's there. But as the play but, is developing, if he's against a speed rusher and they're coming but, back in on site, he, he he can get lumbering, he can get lumbered down. But that's because he's so big; he's a big guy. It's a lot. It's a lot of man to move. Right. Mm, I've got. I'm not so sure, mate. I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see. I'll send you something on the against a couple of. Oh, like, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking from from the perspective because I played the position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because if it was me, right? If I'm playing at guard, right, and mm. I have to do a check to see, like, obviously, I'll need to make sure that my centers dealt with. Uh, more importantly, sorted from the inside. I also will need like you basically got one like 
no a double team but a pad in the shoulder whatever and that will have some pass protection but if yep. you're looking at the other side then obviously you're going to move all oh, right, right okay right i see what you mean now so right you're talking about the reaction going from your original segment to the other one that could be a bit of a delay right i get okay that yes that makes more sense mm. right um i probably need to still see some more film about that so if you can hit me up with that then mate then that would be cool but but from my initial actual video footage of terms of the run defense it's a run offense in terms of blocking yeah, yeah. Get me, I, I would take him in a heartbeat 100 yeah and, and imagine this him and tyler smith together who are just both animals when it comes to run blocking you know, mm. they'd be side by side, which is which is pretty impressive. I mean, the guy who who I would like, but I'm hoping he drops far enough in the second round, which is why I wouldn't necessarily take him. Uh, take sorry, an inside offensive lineman in the first round. Although usually you don't see it anyway. Uh, yeah. Is Michael Schmidt? If he can drop far enough, I know people say, "Oh, he played center," but what I saw in the Senior Bowl when he was playing. Um, they they gave him snaps at guard. Yeah, yeah. Just it was just natural. He just carried on, and he was doing it as well. I went back to look. He they they he was doing it as a left guard and a right guard. You know, by the way he was turning his body, so you could see which way he was coming off off his first foot, off his attacking foot. And I was like, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I they do really trying to expose him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Schmitz did impress me, I have to admit. I do like yeah. Avia from TCU as well. I do like him. I like him as well. But I think we will... Mm. Well, yeah, he'll, yeah, yeah. He'll be like a, a late second, early third round, I reckon, perhaps, at, at best. Yeah, just trying to find my grade on him. Uh, I've got him quite far down. Uh, 81. And 80, so that's third round, basically. Great. Right. Um, where I've got him ranked. Uh, um, I mean, some people are saying because of the uncertainty of tackle, would you go tackle in the first round if it, if it was as well with BPA involved? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. No. Wait. Wait. Later. I would, I would late, I would go later, personally. Like I want to, like unless the yeah, guy plays at right. I probably there's just bigger fish to fry. There's much more bigger need elsewhere, I think. And considering the improvement yeah. our O line did this year, I think there's more need. Like I would say, linebacker is more of a priority than tackle. I would say cornerbacks more important than tackle. I would say wide receivers more important than tackle. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I would agree. Um, wide receivers just purely because of numbers that you just you we need more of them, <laughs> and you know, people keep saying as well. One about uh, T.Y. Hilton, T.Y. Hilton's not coming back, he's done, he, he's gonna, he's not that he's done, but he's he's gonna do what he's done this year, he's just gonna chill out, he's gonna wait, he's gonna hang about, and then you know, from there, he's gonna make a decision. Um with yeah. whatever he decides to do, that's just how I see it. I just don't, I, I just don't see him coming back. But here's, a, here's an interesting one: How high 
of um how so let's let's do this hypothetical so i can see how high you would take in the first round this particular case uh so combine comes along zeke and his agent talk to jerry and the crew uh about his contract situation I know and what you're going to ask me. You're going to you. I know what you're going to ask me. You're going to ask me about B. John Robinson, aren't you? Kind of, kind of. But here it is, right? Mm. Running backs. So Zeke goes, nah, sorry, I'm not willing. Um, release me, and they do, right? Tony Pollard, he's injured, so we don't know how his season's going to start. Whether he's even with the Cowboys. Now we're into draft. With zero running back, with Malik Davis, who is RB three as our starting running back. Well, would would you take a running back in the first round now? Nope. Okay, not even if the number one running back is available to you at say twenty four for a trade up. Nope. I'll, I'll, if someone wants to trade up for him, I'll take it. I'm sorry, I am not taking an our first round on a running back because. Because the reason why I'm saying that, when you look at all the other teams right now, they've got running back by committee right now. Mm. I don't care. I, I don't care how special a player is. Like Robinson is a special player. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. his pass protection is garbage. I'm sorry, he cannot pass block to say like see if he's not rushing the ball. He's got nothing else. Giving the ball is great. Helping him out is back. Helping his quarterback, no. So I am not on board with the Robinson train, and I'm sorry if I'm upsetting anybody, but I am not on board with it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'd rather, I, 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 and the reason I'm saying that, look at the other teams right now. Look at the other teams. Look at the likes of the Chiefs and look at the likes of the, the Eagles that were in the Super Bowl. None of those running backs were first rounders. Some of them were actually journeymen in the actual NFL. Some yeah. of them have actually been in the league for 10, 15 years on their last years, like final years of playing football, and they've just managed to do it on really very small, like one million a, a season contracts. That's to me, like running back by Kamei, I think that is maybe something we need to may start looking to, to consider. Especially, mm, if, it, I mean, especially, I especially, especially if we're going for like for likes of the West Coast offense. Yeah, you're going to need like some more faster, shiftier running backs that can catch the ball from the slot, you know, halfback wheels, wheel right. You know, you're going to need a lot more of that, which is why I keep saying about the issue with Zeke on the, this West Coast offense is like, what kind of role do you give him? Do you know what I mean? It's so tricky to try and carve a role right. with Zeke style. The problem, right, 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 right. So the problem is, right, are. The problem with Zika is he's been utilized wrong. My per like, this is my personal opinion, right? When you look at how Zeke was utilized under Scott Linehan, we had the best of Zeke. Hands down, he was like the creme de la creme, he was the top rusher, etc. etc. Right? Under Kellen Moore, his production dropped down. He was utilized more as a power back type of style running back, if that makes sense using to get all those dirty yards and you would throw Tony Pollard in and there's your highlight view. Yeah. I don't know if I'm being too I don't know what's the word to um Zeke minded. I'm not I'm just I'm just seeing it as it is. I'm seeing it what I'm seeing on the screen. Like when you compare 
Like because Zeke is actually like when you look at Zeke in his off season, he looks in great shape. He looks yeah. quick. He looks fast. He looks great. But when you actually put him in like team scenarios and stuff like that, he looks as though he's just been used for one thing and one thing only, and that's it. It's just bringing down the thunder pretty much. We can. Yeah. So, me personally, I think we've been utilizing them wrong for the past two and a half, like two or three seasons. So, I think in the off season when he lost some weight, I think that helped him out a bit, helped him get through the season when he trimmed down. Um, I thought it was for more to utilize him more in the passing game, you know, trim him down so he could be a bit more um, athletic on the outside. Turned out it was, it was literally, it was just a move for, um, you know, for availability's sake to try and get some of that weight off him. Right, right. So I'm, I'm going to bring a comment. Uh, uh, long-time UK Cowboys fan. Uh, not UK Cowboys fan. Yeah, I, yeah, UK Cowboys fan. Part of the group. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Mr. Andrew, Andrew Falente says Zeke has lost it. I disagree because this is kind of brings up to my point. Like, because... He's been utilized wrong, and we're seeing the bad side of it because of how he's been utilized. That's just like I, I might, I might be going crazy here, but I, I don't think he's lost it. Definitely, when you when you say Zeke has lost it, and the guy was on double digit touchdowns for the year, I know a lot of them go line plunges, but you still got to make them. Tony Pollard yeah. wouldn't have made them. No, Tony Pollard never made those goal line no. touches. No chance. Yeah, well, if you're like fa- within five yards of the end zone, who are you going to trust Still more? Still Zeke. Tough. Mm. And when Zeke's on the field as well, and on the five yard line, you know defenses are stacking up, and you do. You watch it, and you go, "Yeah, we, they know exactly what you're doing. They know exactly yeah. where it's going." So literally at that moment, it's it's you imposing your will on them more, and we all know what. Uh, and a lot of people talk about Zeke's. Um, Pass blocking, which is fine. It, it you know it is good. It is a plus to his game because it keeps him on those early downs. Because you can you can keep him out there. But to me, that his biggest plus isn't that. His biggest plus is those um, those dirty yards where it, it you you see him stuffed at the line of scrimmage. He disappears. He goes down. When he stands up, there he's gone three yards, and you're just like, "How did that happen? How did he manage to make three yards out of what should be a minus one yard?" See, I, again, like, and this is like what everyone's now using that. Like, and I'm not gonna have a dig at anybody. I'm just saying, like, everyone keeps using this. Like, but Zeke's on so much money. It's, it's because not his he, fault. It's not his fault. Yeah. The fact is that Jerry gave him that money because of his production as that type of running back. And since we changed the offensive quality from Lenahan to Moore, we saw a different different type of running back. That's not on Zeke's fault. Different type of offense. That's not Zeke's fault. Zeke's been told exactly what he's been doing. He's been doing his job. Like, it may not look pretty, but he's still doing his job. He's protecting Dak. He's getting those 30 yards. Like, I get the frustration. It's a lot of money, yeah. For that a lot of money, you expect Zeke to be over a thousand yards still over a oh, season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I expect you expect that, and I totally agree. But if he's been utilized incorrectly, you're not gonna get that production. And this is what I keep saying. And a big one as well is don't forget how decimated that offensive line. I'm not making excuses, but I'm saying and I, well, I did well, the, well, remember well, I did the comparison yeah. when Terrence Steele went out. 
And we yeah. did the comparison on both running backs. And it was literally the uh, the average yards per carry when Steele went out for those last few weeks. The production was halved. The average yards per carry were half the amount than what they were for like the first like 11 weeks or whatever it was. It's, yeah. a, cra- it's a crazy difference. And, and that offensive line did take some punishment. They, they, they you, When you go through it and you think about the pieces that they lost and even... Tyron Smith started the season injured, and then well, let's go goes out at the start of the season. I know I mentioned him earlier, um, but he goes out to start the season. Like we were literally, we were one injury away from having Josh Ball being our starting offensive lineman. See, Lebowski, I so I'm gonna bring up Lebowski's comment, and he actually does make a fair point. What we what I'm describing mostly myself as a fullback. Mm. He's not being utilised as that impact running back, and that's what Zeke should be. Like, um, I would say he needs a fullback. Well, we're bringing back Keith Smith. Why not? <laughs> Man. You know what I mean? I know I'm, t- I'm, I'm having a, one of those crazy nights. Obviously, I've got my cigar. I've got my whiskey here, so I'm having a crazy night, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, like, but I do agree. Like, Emotional damage. <laughs> Touche. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I will agree though with, with some of the comments. We will draft a running back. I who, think so too. Who? It's it's a gamble. It's, it's well, that's the thing about the, the draft. Ever everything mm-hmm. is a gamble. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I do like Jamar Gibbs from Alabama in the second round. I would like, I don't know if that falls. But if we're going into the third round, I know Jacques Charbonnet from UCLA is going to be there. And <laughs> We've got comments already loving the Uncle Uncle Roger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Charbonnet. Oh, honestly, but the last game, we've got more sound bites to go with that, by the way. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, there we go. Yeah, but that that air horn is going to be used as we get closer to things. But I do think they are going to have to go out and definitely uh, draft a running back, regardless. Because, like I say, I think I do think that they are going to have to draft one because it's going to be Zeke or Pollard. It's not going to be both. But yeah, you Paul. But if you think about West Coast offense, right? And you're going to like this. We can pick up maybe the, the best guy to fit to slot in to that role on day three as a running back, and you can use him as a wide receiver too, which we've seen in the senior bowl is Tajay Spears. Mm, possibly, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I do like, like, and I don't know what your thoughts is on that if we were to move away from Pollard. I do like, and you, you I think you might like this because. This is one of your guys, actually, from your <laughs> college as the running back from uh, Texas A&M. Yeah, Devon A. Chain. Yeah, um, I like yeah. him. I like him a lot. Like, and he's got like, some pass blocking to him. Yeah, he, like he's got some ability to pass blocking. I would say mm. he's, a better, he's a better pass blocker than Pollard. I will say that. But, yeah. his, but his straight line running ability, no one is going to catch him. No mm-hmm. chance. He's he's a he's so quick. I think he's like a four two five four two nine or something like um, that. Unamento, uh, faster than that. So when he when they did his last, this can't be right. Surely, uh, 
But when they did his last 40 time uh, in College Station, he ran a 4-2-4. What's the NFL record? 4-2-1? So, yeah. And that yeah. was like jo- John, John Ross. Ross. Yeah, John Ross. Ross, My God, goodness. That can't be right. He is quick, but he's a, but he's a, he's an elusive guy, and it does fit the that West Coast role with AJ. Mm-hmm. I never really thought about it before. Yeah, um, and, uh, and 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 I, and I do like uh, DJ Dog's comment is Sean Tucker from Syracuse. Sean Tucker's good. Sure, I do like Sean Tucker. Yeah. Um, I mean, like yeah. if I, I I can bring his uh, him up now. The only issue I have with Tucker. Is he? He is. Um, he's more of a guy I would have had if we had kept Callum Moore for that style of offense. Because Tucker, he is a good running back. He's just he's slow. He's that bowling ball type. Um, I can get his measurables. Hold on. So like he's he's five ten two oh five in weight. So he's just, he's that that. Um, I mean, like, because he can receive the ball. I've got him marked down as being a good receiver. Um, but with him, it's all about burst. It's that initial burst, that strike. That's what Tucker's really good at. I do like him. I'm... See, now you got me thinking of different types of running backs that fit the, fit the West Coast in this draft. That's Adrian one thing. Uh, well, this is well, this is the whole good thing about coming up for this draft prospect we're going to be doing. It's looking yeah. at all the different styles of these running backs, yeah. the different styles of these offensive guards, the different styles of these cornerbacks. Like, and this is the beauty about the draft. It's like you're you're thinking about what is going to be best suited for this upcoming Mike McCarthy offensive style. Yeah. So, I'm excited. You, about you this know, like like you, see like I'll, 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 I won't say this, Mike. Like, yeah. Like, sorry, I'm, I'm getting a cigar out. I can see yours, so I'm going in my cigar box. <laughs> right, so when you look at last season, right? Yeah. When you, when you look at last season, I was not excited about our off season. The fact that we let go certain players and we didn't really address certain needs. I thought, yeah. like, we did do well in the draft, etc. But it wasn't enough. But we managed to make it work to a certain extent. We mm. the problem is we just weren't consistent. And that's on Kelly Moore, who now thankfully he's gone, but. Um, as if anyone doesn't know, I am not a Kelly Moore fan. Um, but with this now, it's like a nice reset button. It's like, okay, like we've got a different direction here, perhaps. We've got a different type of offense. It's going to be a new learning experience. It means different type of style of players we're going to be drafting that we might not ever drafted before or, in a, or drafted in a long time. So yeah. that to me is exciting. I'm really excited to see what what we are going to do. Like if we do, like see if we like if we did draft B. John Robinson. Okay, cool. Um, am I going to be upset about it? No, to a certain extent. I'd be I'd be more worried the fact that that's got that little bit less protection from a running back. That's my only concern. Am I happy the fact that our running game is going to be that much, much better if we do draft Robinson? Absolutely. But mm-hmm. when you look at all these other guys, like uh, uh, the guy from AM, Syracuse, et cetera, et cetera, they all have good tangibles and do- good um, traits for certain scenarios. Absolutely. So this is what I think is going to be so interesting as we lead up to the draft this year. 
Yeah, and you know, there's there's guys that would fit this West Coast office so nicely, even on day three, and now you're talking real value, and yeah. I I think it's going to work. Uh, but here's one: it's interesting because uh, you know I'm doing all the scouting reports at the moment. Something that cropped up that I'm quite interested in now after watching, like literally, I mean, at one point I had to take a break because I was watching too much tape on him. You take a break? My goodness, Mike, never. Uh, Andre Carter from Army, linebacker. I've heard a lot about him, but I've not seen anything of him yet because I've not really looked into much of linebacker yet. Or yeah. I've been looking... Primarily, I've been looking at interior D line and nice. offensive and, and interior O line. That's all I've been looking at at the moment. Yeah, 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 little John. <laughs> so I mean, like, because I think linebackers getting overlooked. Because at this stage, at this stage, our two starting linebackers are Jabril Cox uh, and the LSU kid. I've forgotten his name. Help me out. Uh, Demar Clark. There we go. Thank you very much. Um, so that's our two start because LVE, I think they'll get it done. They've got to get it done. They need to sign LVE. They have to. Like for the season he produced, it shows how fundamental he was to the team. Yeah. Right? And, and our defense is not changing. We've got Dan Quinn back. For another year. That, that's a saving grace for next year, for this upcoming season. That was we a win now, straight away. Yeah, well, we can now finally say upcoming season because now the season's ended. So. <laughs> yeah, um, because I, yeah, uh, I think, <sighs> but here's a crazy bit is Andre Carter. When I've watched him, and I'm trying to think how it would work, and I'm, I'm what I'm thinking, Michael Parsons handing the dirt pass rusher on the opposite side of tank andre carter now plays from the two-point stance as an outside linebacker in pass rusher run defense is an issue with him right he's a he's basically he's a truck on bicycle wheels is how i've written it and you see it huge upper body massive upper body small legs low power so you're not going to ask him to anchor in the middle you're not going to want him to uh try and take too much on in the run game um like especially as well with setting the edge, you, you're not going to get that with him. But you got Michael Parsons on the other side doing that, so you're freeing this guy up to just boss around, mm. and you know he's not going to try and, and break in on blocks because again, there's no lower lower power to do that. Um, the only thing that's stopping me, and I, I've been trying to ask, I don't know if you've seen in the chat with um blogging the boys trying to find out what the exact rules are because it's not it's kind of like wishy-washy on what the rules are with service personnel because there used to be a rule where you could get drafted uh but you couldn't play which is stupid for uh, i think it was like for a year mm-hmm. but the law the, the law the rules well it is a law in america the rules on it have changed but basically over there, the Department of the Defense can defer their time. And this is the big sticking point for me with Andre Carr, that they can defer their military service. I can't remember for how long. Um, and basically till, he, till their NFL career, and then they can do 
whatever's left. So that is there, but it's not guaranteed. And at any point, they can call him back for active duty. Would you want to spend a first-round pick on that? And that's what I've been trying to get. A first first round? A first round. He's going to go in the first round. No. No. And that's my issue. No, I would not do that. He's first-round talent. Right, he's first-round talent, 100%. And I'll I'll tell you why he is now. It'll blow your mind. So he's a first-round talent. But the sticking point for me is, well, then what happens with his military commitments? Like, how how's that going to work? And just to give you an example, right, Paul, of how talented this guy is, Aidan Hutchinson last year, right, got drafted first overall. He had, Aidan Hutchinson had less tackles, less sacks, less pressures than Andre Carter. If this, here's the thing, though, Mike. Stats do not mean crap when it comes to. I'm sorry, but you've seen. I know what you're saying. We've seen guys in the lower spectrum in the draft with higher stats getting drafted, and people with like nearly next to zero stats getting drafted yeah. higher. This yeah. is one thing I do not understand how that works, but there's a reason why players get drafted low. It's because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Just, just because they have that stat line doesn't mean anything. It's what they actually do when they get to the pros. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I know, I know. But yeah, but I'm I'm sorry, I don't want to kind of stop talking about Andrew Carr because all the guys in the comments are banging about someone else right now. And that is a let me get the guy, let me get the guy's name is Drew Sandals. Okay. That like so we've got um Biden has been broke uh, is commenting about it. It's like, we'll be the pick at 26. That's a great name. That's a great <laughs> name. Uh, and uh, if this is your first time on uh, coming onto the show, welcome, my friend. Welcome. Yeah. Um, uh, but we've had a couple of comments, DJ Dog saying that uh, well, Andrew Carter suffered at the senior bowl. Mm-hmm. He's going up against better competition because he has the size and speed. He needs to be stronger. Um, he, he, he does lack the lower lower body strength, but uh, but everyone keeps talking about like so, Drew, Sand- uh, Drew Sandals. Um, to me though, I I just think for, uh, the rate grade I've given him. Hold on, uh, I give him so he's basically he's a fringe second third round pick for me, so like a late second early third. Um, but in terms of like everything. He's like uh, an uh, so basically he's like an eighty grade in literally <laughs> in every department. Um, so there's like not really much wrong with him. Um, good height. Um, he's got a good forty time as well uh, for a guy of his size. Again, it's this cool. kind of, like I'm gonna. This is <laughs> gonna be my whole thing about the draft every year. We've had players that should have been like a second round became a fourth round, i.e. Jabril Cox as a prime example. That guy was... And Tolbert. Yeah. People that should have been second... You... You really had to do that, didn't you? (laughs) For Jane and Tolbert. Yeah. Um, But... You get my you get my point. There's players yeah. that we've dra- that there's players that should have been drafted higher. We got for an absolute bargain. For a steal. Player, 
yet for an absolute steal. But there's players that that fell down that should have been the second rounds that that we did, uh, that, that got picked up, and there's a reason why they were drafted like that. So. I'm I'm just saying it's like not everything what we see right now is all the end all be all. Like we everyone will have their own take on players being graded, etc. Like mm. I really don't know in terms of the linebackers right now. Um You'll like Nolan Smith when you start watching him. You'll be yeah. a Nolan, you will, you'll be a Nolan Smith guy. I You're will, gonna come I, back on you after you've watched him and you'll be like, Yeah, I, I'm a Nolan Smith guy. That's going to be you. I, I just know it because I know the type of guys that you like. Hard hitting guys. That's what I like. I like guys that knock people out. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like Sanders is a good linebacker. He does have issues because of his size. Uh, that's his biggest problem. And like, like I said, everything I've got marked down on here for him, he's like, you know, like 80, 81. Uh, 70, 80. Like, there's not many guys like that. The only issue is there's your problem right there. Like, show me that one thing, especially for like a first or a second round guy. What's that one thing he does that's elite? Because that's what, like, if you need that one elite thing to make you a first or a second, I, I need that one thing to be the best, like the elite. And that's the only trouble with Sand. I, I, I like him. Great you know, player, but that's why I've got him as like a fringe second and third because there's an issue there. And he's 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 a pure pass rusher, is what he is. Uh, you know, he's a nice guy if you add as a DPR. Do we re- do we really need an R pass rusher though? <laughs> I mean, we were first in sacks. We were first in sacks. Yeah. Sam Williams is going to have a more step up year. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, again, this kind of uh, there's so many question marks right now because we're, we're we are taking a different direction. Yeah, like, does the influence of the offensive new scheme going to take more precedence over our defense right now? That's a nice question. What are they doing with Dorans? Yeah, is Dorans going to get re- like? Are we going to what, what? Is that a two-year deal we had? I think I believe so, yeah. So, so this would be his final year of his contract. I think so, yeah. Right, right. So, I mean, it, you need to have a plan, don't you? Is what you need. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, Jerry will have Jerry and Steven will have their their top guy. Well, they'll have their guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we'll see we'll, we just need to wait and see, but as of right now, everything's all well, for me anyway, I'm still, I've not even stretched, I've not even touched the surface on certain <laughs> positions yet, so I can't really possibly comment yet. Yeah. So, my, and that's my homework for the next coming weeks is going to look at these other positions. Looks like it's a Drew Sanders look at, but primarily I want to look at the guys in the later rounds because I think there's going to be some absolute bargains we're going to get. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, like those day two, day three. This is where the draft is going to be won this year. It's in day two and day. It's like it's a tough draft. And that's where they they always say it anyway, that, you know, first round's for the fan, day two's for the team, day three's for the scouts. So, but like day three, day two is going to be, and like, you know, this is the trouble with Dallas is they always take the gamble in the second round. I don't think that's the year for it. Just go sensible. 
don't be taking these high risk players. Just stick, get get who your best guys are with the positions in need and stick to it. Don't be taking these gambles, these risks. And that's that's just what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I mean, Again, do you have a guy who you would take in the first round at this stage? I know you're saying you haven't done your homework, but is there a guy? It depends who's available. Just, just anyone. Just who's your guy you would take that hovers around 26? Wide receiver, cornerback, inside, inside offensive lineman? Would it be Torrance? Osiris Torrance. Possibly. But if like Sat and Jibba or Quentin Johnson was there, which is very, very unlikely, or even B John would mm. like I, I, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest, as much as I don't like the pick, I'd still pick Robertson over that, but I don't want to pick a running back in the first round. Nah. But if that makes sense, but I, I know I'm not making any sense here. I'm not. No, 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 no. You are because, like, I, I, I'm with you because, like, I, I, I wrote a piece on, on blogging the boys about running backs in the first round, and the issue with running backs is historically, when you look through it, a running back's best production is during his rookie contract. That's the first four slash five years if you're gonna tag them for the fifth. So bait or, or six if you take him in the first. So the issue is is when you're giving them their first contract after their rookie contract, you're basically paying them for what they were, not what they will become, as it is with all the other you know positions in the draft. So the issue you've got is are you willing to spend a first round pick on a player that you're only going to have at his peak for the first half decade. Uh, well, I'll be perfectly honest with you, Mike. I think it's more on offensive skill positions are probably the only position, not just running back, but wide receiver as well, mm. as the positions where if you give them a new contract, they don't really be up to expectations. Then again, we don't like we don't know about Michael Gallup yet. We don't know that. Yet. Yeah. But 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 as as history serves me best, who has really got like within the NFL who's had a either a running back or wide receiver who's got a brand new contract after their rookie year has kept that momentum going. It's really hard to say that. There's not many. There's not Ted many. Did he? But no, not really. Yeah, but, from his rookie contract. Six and a half a dozen, mate. It's six and a half a dozen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wide receivers are slightly different. Obviously, tight ends are better as they get older. Um, but running backs certainly are just like a case of you're paying for what they, they were after that contract as opposed to what they, they will become. Um, but I am going to go outside now, Paul, because I can't smoke this in the house. So uh, should we wrap things up and leave it at this stage? Well, I'll tell you what, before we do, let's just have a oh. slate at the Eagles fans. Why not? <laughs> let's, let's, let's just take the last five minutes. Guys, get your comments in. Emotional damage! Let's just laugh at the Eagles. Why not? <laughs> uh, but, 
<laughs> like, because um, I generally thought like that game, like I'll tell you something though, Nick Bolton was fantastic in that game. He, Nick, yeah. He was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely uh, fantastic. A, a big part of why the Eagles weren't scoring in the second half. I, I don't get how the Eagles' offensive line, though, was just, like, not getting punished for false starts. Mate, so... I still don't get it. I don't get right, what's right, going on there, how they are able right, to get away with that. An right, offensive so, lineman cannot move. They cannot no, twitch. No, 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 they no, can't no, move no, their no, head, no, their hand. They can't right. do nothing. No, so uh, apparently Duke Manyweber addressed that. And I can't remember word for word, but basically... um. Guards can do that if you're a tackle, you can't. Like, so guards it. and centers can just move like, about as much as they want. No, no, not move about. It's basically you can rotate and actually have that communication. Because like when you compare it to like Zach Martin, he does the hand signal to indicate for the center to snap the ball. Yeah, you ever notice that Zach Martin goes yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. he does the point. Hmm. Like it's like when you see it from the TV, it's like it goes like that. Then the ball immediately snaps. It's the exact same situation what happened with number 56 for the Eagles. So um, because I was screaming my head off where we were wa- watching the game. I think it's crazy, but apparently it's in the real book. And Duke Manyweather, the offensive lineman, uh guru coach who's helped coach like uh, uh Tyler uh, Tyler Bayard yeah, yeah, and Terrence yeah. Steele in the offseason, who's done a fantastic job. He, Guys, be sure to go and check the video out, and he'll explain it all why that may be the case. But there is a reason behind it why it never got flagged. If it was like Lane Johnson doing it, then that would have been 100%. But that doesn't beat the fact that Lane Johnson was actually jumping offside in that San Francisco game in the the NFC Championship game, which I still find that was baffling. So, but there is elements of that Eagles O line, it was really questionable. But when it comes to number 56, the guard, the, the right guard, he was actually all good, apparently. Yeah. I think they were just playing that to their event because he got called. So he did get called early in the game for um, offside or yeah. whatever you want to call it, false start. Um, and then I think that they were just like, right, just turn and face. <laughs> just, just look this way and move about so that it looks like you're communicating. Yeah, so let me bring up all the comments. Just mocking the Eagles. So, did you dog try? Eagles try. Fucking brilliant. Oh, excuse my language. Ah, Eagles fans got all the emotional damage. Yes, they Emotional damage. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. And that's for DJ Dog comments. Whenever it's from the Eagles, comment. That sound will be heard. So yeah. All right then. Go oh go on, Paul. Go on. I was gonna say like the, the back and I thought the whole uh Juju Smith Schuster scenario on Twitter was quite uh, funny yeah, as well. That was good. That was, that was I was like, oh wow, that was yeah. just sad. With AJ Brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Funny games. But anyway, they can Eagles fans can suffer in Philly cheese sticks for all I care. They are cheesesteaks. Hit me with it, Paul. Yes, guys. If you are planning on to a Dallas Cowboys game this upcoming season, like we are, 
Um, be sure to go and check out cowboysexperience.com for meet and greets, stadium tours, game tickets, tailgating experiences, and much, much more. Yeah. Be sure to, uh, and also be sure to go and check out our fellow content creators. As you can see, we're a big game, James, there, Pick Six Sports, uh, JTUT there, right in the middle for Cowboys fans only, CFO Sports. Blogging the boys, where you can find myself and Meg Murray on, and Mike doing his articles for uh, high, uh, all the official Cowboys channels, 105.3 The Fan, and the, our good friends from Canada, Cowboys Can Fan. Be sure to go check everybody out. Yeah. And then the big news on the travel package, guys. So it is set. We are ready to rock and roll. The post is going to go up on the Cowboys social media tomorrow. Uh, but basically, you can now make your booking. When you make your booking, you pay your deposit, which gives you a profile where you can pay in installments, pay monthly or all in one go. Uh, if you do that for the next month, for the next three weeks, I believe it is, uh, basically your game day ticket and your Miller Lighthouse ticket will be in one payment. So basically you're paying for one thing rather than paying for one on year because they can be really expensive, especially at Thanksgiving. Yes. You massive are, discount. You are getting Miller Lite access. Yeah. If anyone if anyone does not know what the Miller Lite access is, it's the YouTube. section behind the sideline on where the players come out the tunnel. That's the Miller Lite club. You will be in the thick of it. And they, they will give you those tickets. And this was going to be on Thanksgiving too. Also, if you do it off the price that we quoted before, you're going to get an early bird discount by saying that you're with UK Cowboys of an extra $50 off. So, so far, you're looking at about $100 off the original price, over £100. Including an extra access to the Miller Light Club, which is yeah. like worth, like depending on the and game. Right. Hundreds of dollars at least, yeah. especially so for this Thanksgiving game, it's gonna be worth a fair chunk of change. Oh, yes. So, uh, we will give you the details on that. That is gonna go up tomorrow. So, you can basically make your book in, you tell them, you give them the details hotel, how many nights hotel stay you want. Make sure you use the booking code UK Cowboys, you get all of that massive discount. Huge. So that's it, Mr. Paulius. Yes. And uh, just a big thank you to everyone that just came, came on to the show tonight. Uh, DJ Daw, Labaste, Joe from Italy. All the usuals. Uh, and uh, Biden guy. I, I, I can't remember who it is. Biden guy. If somebody <laughs> just dropped, that is a new drop. That's a new one, the Biden guy. So I, I, do, I do apologize, but thank you for swinging by and the comments in. Ultra Cowboy, Butterfinger butter Hurts. <laughs> Amazing. It's Biden has me broke. That's what his name was. There we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, we had uh, Valentio on comments. So guys, thank you once again for making the, the comments. MVPs. You guys are the MVPs. Because at the end of the day, we're all fans interacting. Talking about Cat Dallas Cowboys, and that's who we love. Not just, just the world, not just America's team, but the world's team, my friends. There you go. We're just your boys. That's all it is. But stay safe, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll be back Tuesday looking at six, six off inside offensive linemen on the Prospect Project. Make sure to come and join us. Until then, Paul's going to have the last word. Stay safe, folks. Dallas forever. Fairly for never. <laughs>